0: Thank mm-hmm. you. everyone welcome to the daily grind my name is kelly johnson your fun and friendly host we are on episode 14 of season two the very best one yet support from this podcast comes from fluent fluent fits into your daily grind no more finding time to study you browse the web you learn a new language it's that simple learn more at usefluent.co if you're a new Daily Grinder, listen to our pod, or have been grinding with us since season one, feel free to check out our journey so far and share your feedback with us. Get us on the map, help us grow, share this episode with a friend, and tag them on social. And give us a rating and quick review on Apple. Virtual high five to you in advance. So we're going to start off right away before we go live with our special guest of the day. Here is our fast fact Eminem stands for Mars and Murray. Force Mars, son of the Mars Company founder first bought the british confection smarties during the spanish civil war and noticed the candy shell prevented the chocolate from melting he teamed up with bruce murray son of hershey's chocolate president and company later trademarked the Melt in your mouth not in your hand" slogan there's your fast fact of the day This party started. We're gonna get our special guests on the show for today. Born and raised in Hawaii, now he lives in Minnesota to pursue his dreams of working in sports. A former college student athlete, currently the athletics assistant, event management, and intramural corner at the University of Minnesota Crookston. Loves, lives, and breathes sports. Host of the Sports as a Job podcast. We're gonna welcome Kobe Castillo.
1: Thank you, Kelly, for, for actually having me on the podcast. It's, it's definitely a different situation when I'm an actual guest instead of the host. But hello to all the Daily Grind listeners. As she said, my name is Colby Castillo. I'm actually originally from Hawaii, and now I live in Crookston, Minnesota, about six years now. Uh, my full-time job. I work as an assistant event management and intramural coordinator at a D2 school called University of Minnesota Crookston. And then kind of my second full-time job and also the passion project is the sports is a job where I host a podcast. Um, We put out articles about the sports industry, and then we also have several other podcasts there as well.
0: Yeah, really well said, Kobe. I'm so excited to have you on the Daily Grind and share your story with our listeners out there in the world, excited for our conversation and learn, learn more about uh, wh- what you do in your own Daily Grind, as well as uh, who you inspire and motivate in your own network and with our audience today. So yeah, you mentioned on your intro, I can tell by her, your, um, your accent, you're trying to lie <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so what, uh, Kobe? what first uh, got you interested in sports?
1: Yeah. So that, that, that's the story where the story begins. And it's interesting because when I talk to a lot of people in the sports industry, it's similar to my own story in the sense that they never knew making sports a career was an actual thing. So going into college, my freshman year throughout high school, the big question was, Kobe, what, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? What do you want to do? And I always used to say, oh, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a physical therapist. Call me Dr. Castillo one day. And Part of it, I I I chose that profession because it sounded nice, the money was well, and I and that's what kind of what everybody else wanted me to do. And then my freshman year of college, shout out to my advisor Eddie Walker, who I'm still um, have a good relationship with. He actually my first meeting I ever had with him. We had like hour conversation. It was supposed to be about my class schedule, but all we talked about was sports and business. And he said, "Are you sure you want to you know do health science?" And I was like, "Yeah, I." I I'm pretty sure that's what I want to do. And he said, "Well, let's 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 give sport management a try." So he put me in like an intro sport management class, and then from that first class from my freshman year, that's when I knew I was like, "Okay, I'm going to work in sports. Forget the whole Dr. Castillo physical therapist. I'm going to just work in sports for the rest of my life."
0: Wow. It's, it's kind of cool. You're similar to our previous guests, or just in general. I think on the podcast, when people share their initial interest, how they become interested in what they're doing on their own daily grind, comes to a younger experience that you had. Mm-hmm. And looking back on it, I think you made the right decision, obviously, <laughs> and excited to all that you've accomplished and what you've achieved so far uh, working in sports. I'm excited to share it on the podcast further. So I guess what steps then did you take to pursue uh, working in sports? So you had that where you switched the majors. Now you're focused in working on the sports. Uh, take our listeners through that process.
1: I think the like the one thing, and the one thing I look back at it is is something that I, I wish I probably would have done differently, but also something that I push for people to do is to be proactive in your goals and your dreams. And and what that means basically is taking action to accomplish your goals. So for me, it was working in sports. So what I had to do was internships. I had to get, you know, basic experience throughout college. I had to make sure I had the right network. So I had to do that. So every summer from my freshman year, I did internships over the summer. And then from my freshman year to my senior year, I actually was a student worker within the athletic department. So I constantly did stuff to help myself develop and, um, personally and professionally. But the one thing I would tell people is definitely try different things. The one thing about my crew, my journey, I stayed within the college athletics and that was probably because I, that was my main goal was to be a college athletic director one day, but I, I only did college athletic internships and my advice to everybody is: is try different things. Try pro sports. Try amateur sports. Try youth sports. Try it all, because in that process, you'll be able to find out what you love, but more importantly, find out what you don't love.
0: Yeah, really well said. I think really great takeaway early on in this episode. Just being able to, you know, go outside your comfort zone, uh, ask questions, you know, gain different experiences out there. It sounds like you did doing a lot of different internships did you work when you had those internships, did you work in different sports? Like not just, you know, focused on basketball or football or a singular thing or different departments. Was it kind of a variety of internships that you took on?
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was a variety. Um, Luckily the internships I had, like from my freshman year, I was actually, I used to clean the weight room and then I used to do home game operations. So I used to just like set up the equipment, help the layouts with the, you know, with the games and all that. And then over the summers, I did these, um, college athletic administration internships. So I got the whole deal of compliance, marketing, fundraising, sales. I mean, I did it all. So I had the whole total package when it came to within the college athletic world. I basically tried every single thing. Mm
0: that's that's great and it's cool that you have that wide variety and now you can share that story with others again you know taking on different roles apply i'm assuming you probably went through a ton of different applications talked to a lot of different people to get where you are today which is great and it shows like very perseverance and you know having that that goal in mind we're really goal driven on this podcast so i think you took the right steps in uh making making that dream become a reality which is really cool so then now now with your current role you have that passion project as well, which mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about a lot. Uh, sports as a job. So what was your aha moment in starting sports as a job?
1: Yeah. So for people like as I mentioned, sports as a job is basically the home for the aspiring and current sport industry professional. My aha moment. So sports as a job is actually fairly new. I only started in last November. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's kind of taken off. Like it's kind of we've been able to build this big community. People are constantly listening to it. They're constantly using our page. But the aha moment for me with sports as a job was I was working in sports and I realized that, you know, not many people told me about their true experiences when they were working in sports, right? They, they would tell you advice. They would tell you about how fun it was, you know, how happy they were, but they never told you the true experience. So I wanted to document that and to share. And so it started off as a self-blog where I was doing like this, just these, you know, blogs weekly saying, hey, this is what happened in my week. But then I realized I was like, oh, I don't know if I really like the blog thing. And then I've always been a big podcast person. And I was like, well, what's stopping me from doing a podcast? So I moved it into the podcast. And the aha moment was my first two episodes. I, I literally, and I, I tell this story all the time. I joke around with people. Was I had like four listeners on there. And I figured, oh, it's probably my mom it's probably my dad and it was probably my girlfriend at the time. And then hopefully maybe one extra person. And I got this DM on Instagram from this person all the way in Ireland, which was like weird. And I was about to delete it because I was like, oh, it's spam, right? Like who's messaging me from, from Ireland? And in the message, he's like, hey, I just want to tell you, you know, tell you, I appreciate you sharing your story that I'm, I'm super thankful that you're sharing this. I'm actually in Ireland. And I've always wanted to work in the soccer industry. Um, And you actually, after listening to your episode, you really pushed me to to chase after my dreams. I booked a ticket. I'm leaving at the end of the month. I'm moving to England. And he's actually there right now. He actually messaged me like a month after that and was like, Hey, I'm doing that. And from then on, I was like, you know what? I need a, I need an interview. I need to talk to as many sports industry professionals as possible, have these real conversations and let them share their story to inspire others.
0: That's, that's awesome. Like full circle there in regards to you had someone, one of your initial listeners, and now uh, that's an awesome success story to have right away, uh, launching the podcast, which is really cool. And it's another great platform. You mentioned you enjoyed podcasting. You had the, you had that self blog to start with as well. Did you have like a writing background or um, I guess like podcasting background before just kind of that media background? Yeah.
1: No, I, see that's the that's the crazy thing, and I think that all of us that get into it, you'll be amazed how many of us don't have like. Do you did you have a media background? No, like yeah. you didn't have a media background. Like, there's there's no like when it comes to this kind of stuff, you don't need that type of background. So for as writing, I've always enjoyed writing. So I I, I growing up, I always did like poetry, and I would always journal. Like I currently do it now. Like I have I've started a page where I, I put my poems on it and all that. Mm-hmm. But like I've always been in touch with that. Um, With the podcasting, I've always listened to it, but I've always considered myself an introvert person. And I think we all are a bit, but I was always an introvert in the sense I really didn't go out my way to have conversations. So Part of me doing the podcast was one pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So there was something for myself to benefit. But also, again, when going back to the component, I always love to tell stories. I mean, you trace it back to when I like to do poems. Mm -hmm. I like to share my emotions. I like to tell stories and words. So I never did have that background. I I honestly Googled it like I was Google how to start a podcast. What do I use? Mm -hmm. Um, The mic that we're using now, I used to use just a regular like these earphones. I used to use audio was super bad. You know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you don't, that, and that's the amazing thing about today is you don't need any professional background to start this. Anybody can start a podcast, literally anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really well said. I have a lot of similarities myself on the daily grind. Uh, just, you know, coming in with the basic of equipment, uh, Google searching, what's the best way to reach out to yeah. listeners, how to start the podcast, how to record, how to post production, things of that nature. So really self-taught uh podcasters out there it's cool
1: have you ever have you ever listened back to your first episode oh yeah (laughs) yeah well how does it make you feel
0: (laughs) i was like wow i've i've come quite quite so far quite a
1: journey (laughs) (laughs) no i I, i've listened i've listened to the first episode um and it's crazy i'm i i'm actually the episode is coming out 62nd episode and it's more like 70 because i did delete some but i i left the first two episodes kind of to Kind of to make myself laugh but also show people like hey like you can be absolutely like it was just me a 15 minute rant of me just talking and going off it was it, it makes me cringe inside but it's it's part of the journey like you were saying i mean it's it's crazy
0: yeah it's cool to see the progress that you made over over time yeah. as well as just you know building up to diff- different goals like I was had a goal of, you know, recording 10 to 15 episodes to start. And then once I went over that hump, I was like, oh, wow, the Daily Grind, we can keep on doing this each and mm-hmm. every week. Um, reaching out to a lot of different people like yourself to be amazing guests on the show. And I think it's really cool to to talk to others and you, you're able to do that on your channel as well. So, yeah, tell our listeners, our Daily Grinders out there, more about Sports as a Job podcast.
1: Yeah, so the Sports as a Job podcast... We release every Sundays, every Sundays at a.m. Central Time. But every single week, you can expect somebody from the sports industry. And my definition of the sports industry is very broad. So I have everybody from entrepreneurs, people who work in nonprofit foundations, college athletics, pro sport. I mean, if you, you know, if you work in sports, I have you on the podcast. And, and, and we do these interviews. It's about, I would say, 30 to 45 minutes long. And we basically just talk about their journey. You know, I ask them what is it that you currently do? How do you do it? How did you get to where you are today? What are some of the interesting stories? And then like, for example, my very past episode is episode that's going to be coming out. Uh, one thing for him was that mental health was a big issue. He's super open about mental health online. So I asked particular questions when it comes to certain guests. I'm like, Hey, well, you know, you shared with us about this mental health. Why is it so important to you? So it's, it's all about learning about their journey, but also having that open conversation. So after you listen to it, I'm hoping you can take the lessons they shared with you, apply it to your own career, and it's just entertaining. At the end of the day, it's entertainment.
0: I love it. I love talking about sports too. Um, I think you do an incredible job of narrating uh, each and every guest that you have on the show, as well as having them. Uh, you asked really key questions, you know, to dive even deeper in regards to the behind the scenes of the sports industry that a lot of listeners, I mean, I'm in the sporting goods industry, so I do have a background or I see what's going on, but for those others that are outside the industry, just, you know, the avid sports fan or, you know, follow certain teams, both professional or collegiate. I think it's really cool that you're able to find that, find that niche or find, find that audience. So, you know, if I'm following this football team, Oh, it's cool. This person works mm-hmm. in the department, um, and adds value to that overall company. So uh, really great.
1: I mean, you don't know, you never know what's actually going on for like you working at Wilson, right? Like all these sporting goods, when they see a basketball, a Wilson basketball, they just see the basketball, Mm -hmm. but they don't understand the process of the factory of the workers that had to, you know, design it. The the people had to actually sell it. Or when you see these games on TV, you're like, oh, wow, they just popped up this NBA bubble out of nowhere. and, And that's cool. That's cool. But it's like, no, there's a process. There's hundreds and hundreds of people involved. And it's putting the spotlight on the people who aren't necessarily in the spotlight. These people that are guests on the podcast, these are the ones that put the spotlight on others. So for me to turn it around, it's different for them, but it is also a rewarding feeling for myself when I'm able to put them on the spotlight, give them a platform to tell their story. Because, and, and that's the one thing that when when I first started and with everything I do, it's something I truly believe in is that everybody has a story to tell and every story is worth to listen. Like you could be sitting at the bus stop, at the public bus stop, I tell people, and the person next to you, no clue who they are, have a conversation with them and they could change your life. I mean, you tra- truly never know who around you has this amazing story. So, I mean, it's it's just one of those things. The more stories I'm able to tell, the more stories I'm able to, to bring in, that's always been the goal is to tell as many stories as possible.
0: Yeah, I really, really like it. I like that goal goal driven on this podcast (laughs) Uh, so yeah we talked about sports as a job podcast you actually have other podcasts within the whole sports as a job uh brand so can you tell our listeners Mm -hmm. more about uh, outnumbered with kelly and hollis as well as the rookie contract
1: yeah perfect so sports as a job we actually had at the peak of it i think we had four podcasts at one time because i was like i realized how amazing podcast was and i was like hey If you guys want to start a podcast, I'll help you launch a podcast. And so the rookie contract podcast, um, that launched about two weeks ago. That was an in-house launch within the sports' job. And they basically focus on the interns of the sports world. So it's a similar thing to sports as a job, but they focus on the interns. You know, they focus on uh what do these interns do? What are their experiences? You know, what is it like working there? You know, that type of thing. And then the rookie contract or not the rookie, the uh What was the other outnumbered podcast with Kelly and Hollis? They are two women in the sports industry that are navigating their own career, but they cover certain topics as far as how to network. Um, personal branding so they cover key topics when it comes to building your sports career and they were they were a podcast that was going already but i approached them like hey would you be interested in, in coming on to the sports as a job team and they said yes and we've kind of built this little podcast network and we have some big news coming soon and hopefully you know by the end of the month we're actually going to launch a sports of a job canada up north so that's going to focus on all the sports industry professionals in canada so like I was telling you, Sports is a Job, we're the home of the aspiring and current sport industry professional. So we want you to be able to come to our page. We have a website, sportsisjob.com. See all these podcasts, whether you're an intern, whether you're 10 years of experience, whether you're just starting, um, we're able to feed you this information through the podcast, we're able to feed you information through the, the articles that we put out, the videos we put out, and we just want to be the hub and the home for all of these.
0: That that's great. Really uh really well said. Uh I love the teaser too. Hinting at Canada. We've got a guest on our show, so very, very fitting. Uh for we'll talk more on on uh sports as a job, but we'll also put that contact information where to find where to find the website, um, how to read the articles, videos, you know, interact uh with Kobe's uh brand, which is really cool. You've been around uh just uh it's gonna be almost a year now, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, cra- it's a crazy thing. It's definitely a journey. And that's the one thing, like, for people who do want to start a podcast, I think the goal is to just start in the first place. I think we overthink it when it comes to certain things. And, and that's what it's something I'm always been about is taking action. You know, like, like you've been through the process, right? You try to google Google everything possible. And even if after you Google it, you're like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know if I have all the information, you know. So i think when it comes to starting a podcast or just doing something in general i think that the first goal has to be just take action don't don't overthink it just take action and then from there you can always adjust
0: yeah really well said you can definitely make changes as you as you go to improve uh better your brand reach out to other people in the world um just a lot of different just endless possibilities to to grow but yeah being that being said uh just being Almost a year old uh, podcast around. Do you have any favorite interviews so far with guests or favorite sports leagues to fall?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's all, there's been amazing. Anybody, anybody that has been a former guest, if you're listening to this, trust me, all of you are amazing. There was a reason why I, I chose you as a guest is because you, I found you very interesting. But my one of my favorite ones has to be um, Adam Martin. He's, uh, he started his own marketing agency, but he also has this podcast called The Makers Podcast, where I think he's been doing it for about four years. Um, and his podcast is focused on the sports industry creatives so he's been interviewing sports industry creators for like 4 years. He built um he had like I was telling you he has his own marketing agency that he does sports work and then he also created this old co cool community. So he's been around a long time and and the reason why that's my favorite episode is because and a lot of ways I I told him this too is like what he's doing is what I thrive and hope to be one day, right? That sense of consistency where he's done it for four or five years. Um, the community he's been able to build. But like he talked about like all these stories. He's been able to do so many things just because of the podcast. And it started off as a passion project, just like for yourself and I, Kelly, like this isn't our full-time job. We don't do this for full-time. And if anything, we don't even make any money off of it, you know? So it's like, why do you do it? But, it, and then he says, that's what he ran into. He ran into that, that, that issue, maybe like two years in the road. And he was thinking, he's was like, I got a family and he had two kids. He had his wife and he realized, you know, he's seen for two years how much work podcasting is. It's it's a ton of work. I always tell people too, it's, it's easier to start a podcast than it is to maintain it. And he always talked about the, the amazing experiences though, the people that he was able to meet, the people that would come to him and be like, hey, dude, you changed my life. Like I was able to do this. And that's the things that I I strive for. So Adam Martin, if anybody is listening, please go check out our website list. re listen to that specific episode. I I think you'll love it. You'll love what he's doing on his podcast. But by far, that was probably my favorite uh, episode
0: yeah adam martin sounds quite interesting background Uh, that's cool and that's one of the many guests that you have on your show i guess going back uh to that episode format how do you choose like your theme of the episodes or reaching out to different people in the industry like adam for instance to tell their own sports story
1: yeah so i'm a big fan of joe rogan and i'm sure you know who joe rogan is and everybody listening i'm sure you know who joe rogan is but the the one thing about joe rogan that always stood out to me is was he chose people he was interested in right people he found interesting he never let other people dictate like who he had as guest. and that's kind of the approach i take it's like i see somebody on my social feed because i'm always consuming you know information and and, and and networking with people and i find out hey this person is kind of interesting and i don't even look at like their title to be honest like the title is the last thing i get to it's oh, this person seems very active on social media about the certain things he's talking about. I heard certain things about her that maybe I want to ask and talk about. So to me, it's, and you know, who's interesting in that sense? Like, and that's, that's, that's kind of my, the way I've always thought is like that curiosity. If I'm curious about you, I want to have you on the podcast. And that's basically how I choose my guests.
0: Yeah, th- that's cool. Um, I would say likewise, very similar as well. Just, you know, I, I come across a lot of people in my network or outside my network, mutual friends, people just in different different groups I'm interested in passionate about. I have similar passions as them too. I think that they're very goal-driven or have, you know, likewise into sports or other different things. But I'm across the board when it comes to different industries or working professionals out there. But I think that's really great. So I think it creates that comfortable conversation as well as, you know, Again, going back to that storytelling, creates that really well uh, experience for the mm-hmm. audience.
1: So, and that's the challenge, though. Like when you like, for example, when you have guests, the challenge is, can you make this person as comfortable as possible when you're talking to them? Because you've, I mean, maybe you've talked to them once or twice before, but when you get on the podcast, I mean, you 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 really don't know each other on a deeper connection. So when you're trying to have these deeper conversations and these stories, that's kind of the challenge, like can I get this person to open up a little bit? And there's been moments like another episode I want to refer to is, is Jenny Fisher. Um, she's a storyteller herself. Mm-hmm. That podcast episode is actually, again, that's one of my favorites. Um, and it seems like based on the information, a lot of people like that as well. But I, I popped a question in there where I asked her because she interviews um, women's basketball players. She went like on a road country road trip and it was at, well, interviewing coaches and, and players. And she talked about how she looked up to these certain women reporters right and i flipped the question and i was like hey i was like i saw that you kind of got this fan letter um for this young girl and it's interesting because now it's flipped the switch where you're no longer the person looking up to women in sports you're the person that's that young girls are looking up to you that are looking to get into the sports industry and how does that make you feel and within that 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 moment it was cool because you heard her she paused for a second and you could hear her, like clear her throat and be like huh like i never ever was asked that question so it's it's always challenging and interesting to see if i can i can make that as comfortable as possible with guests and, and see if i can get that deep conversation out of them
0: mm-hmm. yeah that was one of my favorite episodes on your podcast actually jenny Fisher, because she you know she had the background at marquette too uh, so it's just kind of like a Milwaukee ties, but yeah, really mm-hmm. great story. Again, you're able to narrate and um, you hit the nail on the head in regards to you know diving deeper, uh, going behind the scenes in the sports industry. So speaking of the sports industry, do you have advice for our listeners out there that are trying to break into the sports industry?
1: Yeah, and right now is obvious it's a unique time, right, with the, with the pandemic and the quarantine, COVID. But my advice for everybody, again, it's all about taking action. I, I think it when it comes down to it, to the core, it's all about taking action. It's, it's figuring out, first off, what it is you want out of your career and figuring out what actions you have to take to get yourself closer to that. And when it comes to the sports industry, from the people I've spoken to, and this is not just advice for myself, but 60-plus sports industry professionals, is one, it's networking, right? It's, it's going to be all, be all about who do you know. Who knows you? What are people saying about you when you're not there in the room? Um, building these connections. Uh, another one is is building your personal brand. Like I said, like what are people saying about you? You know, what are you doing um, outside of just your job to develop professionally and personally? And that's why right now I, I've I've helped a bunch of people start a podcast, and I tell people like, hey, podcasting is a good way to go, but if it's not your deal, maybe it's a blog. Maybe it's simply posting on on Twitter or Instagram. Maybe it's just networking. So let's figure out what exactly you're comfortable, what exactly can you do um, to, to build yourself professionally and personally. And all of that, again, ties in. Take action. At the end of the day, any little step, any little thing that you're doing to help get yourself better is better than nothing.
0: Yeah, really well said. These are really great takeaways for our listeners out there. Yeah, networking, that building that personal brand, as well as taking action, You know, taking the next steps, whether it's sending emails, uh, calling someone, getting in touch with one <laughs> of your friends that you know or coworkers or p- someone that you've uh, met in the past that has you know that personal tie or be able to ask questions or lead you in the right direction if you're not sure on, on where you want to go first or Um, you mentioned earlier in this episode, you know, having that variety of experiences. So being able to, you know, try out a lot of different things, see what you're interested in and what you're not interested in, and then taking the right steps. You could definitely reach out to Golby or myself in regards to kind of pointing yourself in the right direction. Um, We both had really great experiences in regards Mm -hmm. to finding, self-discovering what our passion is and being motivated to, you know, go towards accomplishing and achieving those goals, both personally in a career standpoint. So, You have great experience working in collegiate sports. Uh, Can you share any fun and favorite memories over the years so far in your current role or previous roles?
1: Yeah, definitely. There's the one story that comes to mind. Um, it was actually this past year and, and part of my job is, is in being in charge of home game operations. We were at an alumni game, uh, men's basketball, women's basketball, alumni game, and we had this couple. And I just so happened to be sitting there, uh, making sure everything was going okay. And there was this couple that met at the University of Minnesota. Crookston. One was a men's basketball player, the other was a women's basketball player. And they had their little son, and I could overhear. And the the, the son was kind of excited, you know, clapping and cheering. And he was like, "Dad, daddy, mommy, that's the court that you you guys played on. You know, that's the court that you guys played on." And it was it. There was something about that moment where it made me realize like, this is why we do what we do. This is why we work in sports is because of that, like that indirect effect on creating these beautiful moments. And that to me, honestly, and that brings up like another memory for me, like the part of the reason why I want to work in sports was. And when I was little, when I was about, you know, eight or nine, my, my grandpa had cancer and I was playing this little league game and the only time, you know, he was going through chemo th- chemotherapy treatment mm-hmm. and he was weak. He could barely get out of bed. He was barely eating. Mm-hmm. But anytime I had a little league game, he was always there. You know, I look up at the stands mm-hmm. and he was always there cheering mm-hmm. and I never knew it. But then when I, you know, now, like a couple of years ago, when I really thought about it, you know, what does sports mean to me? It's that moment right there. It's the fact that we're able to put on events, create these memories indirectly um, and we don't even think we can do that. But that's just the power of sports. but but, yeah, that moment to seeing, you know the, the the mom and dad where they met, where they both played and their son' bringing their son back to show them, that was just a crazy moment for me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. I, I love it. Um looking back at all the different experiences, memories, uh, like you mentioned before, I think uh, just looking back on on my lifetime so far, I can definitely recall. Uh, those particular instances a lot more better than stuff that's outside of sports i think because we just have that you know that energy it's 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 a positive emotion and it, it it holds true to your heart which is really cool um so i guess yeah looking back um on your journey rewind to i don't know five years did you see yourself where you are today
1: in a way in a way i did and i guess because of the fact that i've always prided myself in my work ethic because when I look at it, like I was kind of in, in a sense, I was always thinking years ahead. because when you look at it. So when I was talking about my freshman year of college, I was working within the athletic department. Well, because of that, as before I even graduated, they offered me a job to work within the athletic department. So I actually work at the athletic department where I was a student worker and I was able to make that happen because I started working as a freshman. I understood the importance of those internships and. I kind of always knew. I kind of knew and I didn't know. Like, for example, I didn't know I'd be doing a podcast. I didn't know I'd be sitting here with you, Kelly, and and being interviewed to do a podcast. Like there's certain things that you don't know. And even right now, I don't know what's going to happen in a year. Like that's something that I've really focused on in this quarantine has been thinking about what exactly my goals are, what exactly it is I want. And I think that they're always changing. Like, what we want, what makes us happy, what we want to do for the rest of our life is always changing. And I tell people like right now, I love podcasting. I love working in college athletics, doing home game operations. Mm -hmm. Will that be the same in five years? Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Maybe I might absolutely hate it. Maybe I might want to work in sales. Maybe I want to get out in the sports industry entirely. Mm -hmm. But it's like, Taking it day by day, but also at the same time, keeping those future goals in mind, because again, it's all about taking action. So it's like, okay, what do I have to do today to to reach those goals, make myself better? But it's crazy. That's definitely, I see myself in this position, but also there's many things I I didn't see happening.
0: Yeah, really well said. I could say the same. Likewise, if you asked me like five years ago, if I was going to start a podcast, The Daily Grind (laughs) was not even in the picture, but I think it just goes back to those three important takeaways that you mentioned earlier like that network so just uh you and me uh kobe on this episode talking um or with us uh talking to our other guests um on our own platforms or people that follow or support the brand things of that nature and then number two yeah that personal brand so just with all those experiences that you've had uh, listeners out there different life events that you've come across um going to different sporting events stuff that's even outside of sports realm as well does have an impact on your life and what you do in the long term. And then finally, like you mentioned before, taking action, super key, uh, just, you know, being able to have that focus and drive to, to make the next step, whether it's in sports or in your own industry, what you want to get out, what you want to get out in life, as well as, you know, what you're interested down the road. So really cool stuff. So I guess going back from, from that journey, do you have any advice for our listeners to stay motivated at what they do and stay connected with sports?
1: yeah definitely there was something that someone said a recent guest about sports industry specifically and he said at the root of sports is play right at the root of sports is play and now when i think of that and what he meant by that is it's all about having fun it's it's all about enjoying the process and i think that's got to be like for example motivation and that's something that in the past couple weeks i've had to remind myself like especially with sports as a job I took it too seriously at one point. Like I was trying to make it more serious than it was, and I forgot about the why. I forgot about why I was doing it. And I started to be stressed out. I started to to burn out, I guess you could say. But then I reminded myself, like, dude, you started this because you wanted to help people. You started it because you thought it was gonna be fun. So for me, when I wake up every morning, um, you know, I start off with, with the workout every morning, but it's always the constant reminder to myself, like, hey. Stop taking yourself so seriously. Stop taking life so seriously. I mean, you have to enjoy it because like we're seeing in the news every single day, we don't know what happens. I mean, we're we're seeing so many people passed away that like, what? Like they passed away? Like, you know, And, and we're hearing about it. So it's like when you wake up in the morning, just remind yourself, you're lucky. Don't take life so seriously. Don't take yourself so seriously and just enjoy the process.
0: Yeah, really well said. I, I I'd say likewise, enjoying the process. Uh, I think key words that you had enjoying the little moments out there. So again, looking back at that one fun experience you had um, on that basketball court, those those two parents and their and their kid, you know, talking about their the memories that they had. So enjoying those little moments too that you remember, and it helps motivate you uh, down the road uh, to achieve your own goals. I think that's really important, and it has that that work life balance in regards to doing doing the podcast. You're not burnt out. you you enjoy what you do. So that that's mm-hmm. really important in order to you know find that satisfaction or fulfillment, and again, uh, inspiring others out there to do the same, which is really key. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I do want to say I do want to say to to the Daily Grind listeners because again, like there's there's something about like for me when I listen to podcasts, I hear about all these amazing guests that are doing amazing things, and after listening to it, sometimes I look at myself like, hey, Colby, like, what are you doing? Like, you're not, you know, you're not living up to what other people are doing. And I want you to be aware, the the, the people that are listening, like, you don't have to be doing what I'm doing. You don't have to be doing what Kelly is doing. Like, like your own journey is your own journey. There's no right path to where you want to go. You know, there's no set path. There's so many people I've interviewed that I've seen start from so many different places of so many different backgrounds of 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 color of ethnicity of of jobs maybe you're working outside of the industry that you you dream to but one day you're going to get to where you want to go and it's making sure you don't pressure yourself because for me as a young sport professional i think that's something i've always done is is i've pressured myself into you know into being afraid of taking action because I would constantly compare myself to everybody else that was doing different things. And I mean, that's just the world we live in. We live in a world where it's all about showcasing and, and showing off kind of what you're doing, but it's like, don't, don't do it. I, I, I mean, that's just the one thing. Like if you take anything from this episode is, is don't compare yourself to others as much as you want to, as much as it, it's part of your, your daily social media feed, try not to do it, 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 it in the long run. It just hurts you. And I went through it and I finally kind of come out on the other side of where I don't like I care about what other people are doing, but the same sense, I don't care because I'm not comparing myself.
0: Really well said, Colby. I think it, you hit the nail, nail on the head again. In regards to everyone, has their own daily grind out there in the world. So you don't have to do what Colby does for work, or myself. You don't have to start a podcast if you don't want to. You know, do something that you're passionate about, and you know, make the progress. You can, you can start <laughs> baby steps. It's not mm-hmm. like you're gonna. Uh, hit her home run with regards to you know building that podcast brand or you know working on your own passion project it it takes time it takes some work and effort it takes you know it takes a journey it's a journey so it is mm-hmm. so we talked about uh your daily schedule colby so what's on your daily grind in the upcoming months uh later this year
1: Yes. So I started back up working my full time job uh, within the college athlete department. So that's definitely, you know, with, with sports not going on, we do have all of our students back on campus. And part of my job is, is helping run the 101 Center and doing intramural programming. So I, and so the one thing that we're focused on and I'm focused on is, is trying to figure out how can we keep our student athletes and just students in general active. Keep them as active as possible. Keep life normal in a sense and make sure they have activities to do. You know, again, it's when you're not doing things, you you're left to think a lot you know, you're left in your room. Like I was under quarantine. You were under quarantine. You're stuck in your room. I mean, you have nothing else to do but think. And and sometimes that leads to very bad things. So right now the focus is on trying to make sure they have as many things as possible. We still make it a fun college experience for all of them. We make sure they're still developing professionally as a student or personally. And then with sports as a job, it's continuing to interview people. It's continuing to be that hub for everybody aspiring or currently in sports industry professional. We're hoping to launch maybe a podcast or two um, up our game on the articles and then hopefully uh, partner up with some companies to see what else you know how much more of an impact we can make out there
0: mm-hmm. quite the daily grind you got going on colby in the months and uh later this year uh excited for your journey so keep up that grind as we say here on the podcast do you have a word of the day to move our listeners out there colby
1: word of the day So we actually, so, so I did think about this and I do have an actual quote Mm -hmm. and I guess the, 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 I mean, you could say the word of the day is dream, Mm -hmm. but the quote comes from this guy that I listened to on the podcast from Andy Frisella, um, CEO. I definitely, you know, I, I definitely would promote that personally and say, Hey, go listen to that. But his quote was dream. So big. Everyone around you thinks you're crazy. If your dream doesn't scare you, you're probably not dreaming big enough. And I literally have that in my actual office and, and I have it up on my wall, but that's something that I've always told myself is, is to dream big, right? Dream big aim big, or what is it? Is it, I can't remember how, what that says, but when you dream big and you don't make that dream, usually you still get close to it. Right. And you still accomplish many great things. But I think sometimes we underestimate our ability as people to accomplish things. So wh- whenever you're setting your daily goals, hey, you, you set, oh, I can do these three things today. Well, right now, let me tell you, you can actually probably do five. You know, you, you say, oh, I want to make this much amount of money. Well, you probably can make more than you actually think. So I think it takes people to tell you to dream big to make you actually realize that you can actually dream big and accomplish these things. So the word of the day is definitely dream. Mm-hmm.
0: Really well said. I love it. Uh, dream fits Perfectly with today's episode and Colby's story, yeah, Colby. If listeners have questions, comments, want we'll to get in touch with you, they want to, you know, start listening to Sports as a Job podcast as well as your other podcasts um, on your network. How can they do so after the after this episode?
1: Yeah, so I'm basically I'm on all social media platforms. Um, it's basic on all social media. It's Colby underscore Castillo, K-O-L-B-Y underscore C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O. I am on Twitter. I am on IG and I am on LinkedIn as well. Um, as far as the podcast, and when it comes to sports Is job, you can find us at all social media accounts again at sports Is a job, and then visit our website to find everything as well at sports Is a job.com. But please, you know, don't feel, don't feel afraid to reach out to me. I'm always willing to, to talk, to chat it up. Um, you can message me through social media, you can email me. Um, and then next week or within, you know, we're, we're going to be doing some some webinars and I'll be hopping on some webinars and helping people with their personal brands and different things like that. So definitely be on the lookout like that for that. But I'm always here. So if you want to just talk, if you want to chat it up, please, please reach out to me.
0: Wonderful. We will put Kobe's uh, contact info as well as where to find sports as a job and all the good stuff uh, in the show notes for today's episode on the daily grind. So thank you again for tuning in today's episode. A big thank you to Kobe for being on the podcast. Hey, Daily Grinders, we have an Instagram contest with Fluent for the month of September. Head over to at KJF Daily Grind to enter and win a Fluent prize pack and Visa gift card ways to find the daily grind follow us on instagram at kjf daily grind and on facebook as well check out our website at www.kjfwi.org feel free to follow your host kelly fast here on instagram at kelly j lefty or on twitter at kelly j lefty as well until next time my name is kelly johnson have a great day